Join Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Thank you so much for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, on this episode of New Horizons. This is a daily ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church, Gainesville, Georgia. I am so grateful and so honored to be able to dive deeper into God's Word with you every day. You know, just the fact that you are with me today on this broadcast reminds me that there are people out there today still longing and thirsting for the Word of God. This is such a great, uh, such a great joy uh, to know that we're not alone in our Christian walk. There's so many others that are surrounding us that, like us, desire to know what God has to say in the generation in which we live. You know, friends, we're living in an ever-changing world, and it is so good to know that we have an unchanging God who has an unchanging word that is etched in heaven. And any time that we have questions for this life, any time that we are seeking answers, we can run to this book, the Word of God, the Bible, and we can find answers to any situation in life that we find ourselves in. And I'm so grateful that you and I have this time together to share today uh, in His Word. Saying those things, I'll ask you to turn your Bibles today to Matthew chapter 16. Last week, we began to look at this amazing text uh, in the Bible together. And I, I first ask you this question, who is Jesus? You remember this last week that we talked about that at the end of the day, it does not matter what everybody else thinks about Jesus. What matters is what you think and what you believe about him. For Simon, Peter, one of the disciples of Jesus, he believed. He said, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. Simon believed that Jesus was more than just a man. He believed he was the promised Messiah from the Old Testament. Jesus, of course, we found out last week, did not deny say, uh, Simon's um, confession. Instead, Jesus actually affirmed it and said, Blessed are you, Simon, for flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. A man didn't tell you this. This comes only through special revelation from my Father in heaven. And upon saying that, Jesus actually changes Simon's name. He changes it from Simon to Peter. And he says, and your name is Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And you remember last week that we talked about uh, that, that the name Peter is the name Petros in the Greek. And it means this tiny stone, which can, can be moved. But when Jesus says on this rock, I will build my church. The rock that he mentioned there is the Greek word Petra, which is a solid foundation, a bedrock, something that cannot be moved. And I remember telling you all last week that the, the actual foundation upon which the church will be built is the confession of Peter, which is you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. So no one can be a part of the church unless they have confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. So saying that, Jesus continues his, his commendation of Simon Peter by saying the following words. He says, I say to you, and you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church, my church. This is the first time in the New Testament that we see that word used, church. It is the Greek word, ekklesia. 
and it means a called out assembly. Now, when we hear that word church and meeting a called out assembly, what does this tell us about who we are? It tells us that we, as the church, that we are chosen by the foreknowledge of God to be presented as a pure, spotless bride to God the Son through His perfect sacrifice. So today, if you're wondering how to become a part of the church, understand that you become a part of the church when the Holy Spirit of God calls your name. And upon calling your name, you confess Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God, the Lord of your life. And when you confess Jesus as Son of God, Lord of your life, the Holy Spirit moves in and you are grafted into the glorious body of Christ known as the church. Which according to the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, verse 2, makes you a saint of God. What does Paul say in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 2? He says, to God's church, there it is, that term ecclesia, to God's church at Corinth, to that called out assembly at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called as saints. Friends, today, if you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ and you are a part of the church, guess what that makes you? That makes you a saint of God. You are called out, set apart in this world as different. You know, there's an old saying that says, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And I love that statement because it truly does, uh, truly is rooted in scripture. Our citizenship is not earthly. Our citizenship is heavenly. And so as a heavenly citizen, we are on this earth as ambassadors to bring what? the culture of heaven down to this place. And because of that, we are set apart, sanctified, known as the saints. Now we are right in the middle of football season. And during football season, uh, my wife likes to pull for the New Orleans Saints. Now I know that's a bad word here living around the Atlanta area. I know the Saints are the, the Falcons rival. But when we think about the saints, every game, the saints gather up before their, uh, before the game starts. They gather up in a huddle and they do a chant called Who Dat Nation. The chant goes like this. Win, lose, or tie. We are who dats till we die. Tie, lose, or win. Who dat nation till the end. Now, friends, I respect the New Orleans saints. But if you want to know who the real saints are, only the church can say, who dat? We dat. Only those who have truly confessed Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of the living God, can make the claim to be saints. Make no mistake about it. Just because you go to a building that has the name church above the door, or because you belong to a group of people who call themselves a church, there is only one church. And that's God's church. And that those of us who are part of that church are the blood-bought, born-again, children of the Most High God. If that is you, hold your head up, O blessed saint of God. You belong to the most powerful organism on planet Earth today, the church. 
And the Bible says, not even the gates of hell can prevail against us. Friends, if you have listened to this podcast today, or you are tuning in on the radio, and you have never confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and you want to be a part of his church, simply pray with me and say, Lord Jesus, I come before you a sinner, and I need to be saved. Would you save me, Lord? If you pray that prayer today and ask the Lord Jesus to save you, the Bible says he is rich to all who call on him and that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Understand, friends, it's not a magical prayer that saves you. It's the prayer of the heart when you come before him and ask him to be your Lord and Savior. If you've prayed today and asked Jesus to save you, please contact us through our church website, www.flatcreekchurch.net, and let us know of your decision to follow Christ so that we can come alongside of you in your new walk with him. Thank you so much for once again joining me on New Horizons. I hope it's been a great blessing and we'll talk to you tomorrow.